pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 164 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello there. In this episode of the podcast, we'll be going over a listener-suggested topic on Arcade, going deep dive into that and our thoughts on uh, the future of Arcade and what it looks like today, as well as a broad overview of Star Wars Battlefront 2 content incoming. Let's get started. On top of all of that fun stuff, we are using a new mixer right now. I don't know if you can tell during the uh, how it sounds, but we've got a new mixer. Alongside this new mixer, we've got sound effects. Stuff like that, or... So I'm going to have some fun loading Palpatine voices into this so during each episode i'm gonna have a wide variety of quickly accessible sound effects from star wars they're color-coded so i can have the orangish brownish one be the one for uh, i hate sand but the majority will be definitely palpatines it's pretty neat definitely um very sparkly in its appearance there it's so colorful if you want to see a picture of it check out our twitter at SWB Podcast, I posted an awesome picture of that on there. But now let's get into our main discussion. So friend of the podcast, Daniel Schilling, sent us an email last week. And he he sends in a wonderful uh, email. Just want to get your thoughts on arcade mode. I'm seeing a lot of tweets with folks defending and slating it. Where do you stand? Personally, I don't play arcade at all. I mean, not at all. But you know my stance on things I'm not going to knock, updates, etc. if it benefits the game. Do enough people play arcade? I'm not, I'm liking the new level up system. I do wish we were a, we are awarded a small something for gaining another level. But what I've realized is that some folks need jobs. Some of the levels I've seen are obscene. I guess that's just me being bitter. Keep up the great work, guys. Much love, Daniel. Let's talk about arcade. So arcade was uh, something that was introduced in uh, Battlefront 2015. It wasn't it wasn't called arcade. It was in the form of missions. And those missions we had stuff like the speeder bikes. We had uh, on an onslaught kind of um, game mode on there, where you are in a certain map and you have to fight incoming waves of enemies. The update for that for Star Wars Battlefront 2 is arcade mode. Arcade mode has a uh, wide variety of missions that you can do you can play um play as the heroes and go against waves of ai or you can go through um and have custom arcade 1v1s with the heroes and so on and so forth well, battlefront 2015 also had the uh where you could play offline versions of walker assault and other game modes yes you could which play is fairly similar to what the battlefront 2 has going for them as well okay so you can play it was um walker assault and starfighter assault both of those you were able to play offline against AI. There isn't a direct correlation, though, from a completely offline version of a game mode for Star Wars Battlefront 2. That's as, as about as close as we get, I believe. It's just, just the offline version of Walker Assault. But we don't have that in Battlefront 2. I guess not. That's that's a good point. I never really thought about that. But definitely more of a customization route, like because you can kind of similar to Battlefront 2, the original one, where you could kind of make 
you know, little customizations of what you're going to play and all that, which I, which I like in this game mode. I, I definitely prefer this offline version definitely more than Battlefront 2015 for sure. And why is that? It feels more in depth. We definitely have a wider variety of um of things to choose from. I mean, the only thing that uh Battlefront 2015 had going for them offline wise was the uh the, the missions they had were actually pretty fun and kind of you know varied through the maps and I, I enjoyed that. But it was really kind of played once, get tired of it. But this game you can kind of you know try different things out to where it's not too stale. As, as quickly, at least. It does have a more of a customization, though I do think Arcade is rather lacking in its offerings. For sure. It's kind of like with the campaign, they kind of just added it and haven't really touched it since launch. I mean, they have added, you know, a little bit of stuff to Ar- to Arcade, which is nice to see, but definitely hasn't supported as much as um, other, you know, the, the online and multiplayer type game modes we see. What I would love to see is a specifically only Arcade mode game mode that's actual a full-blown game mode with ai something i I, I would also love to see the multiplayer things carried over into arcade i would like i would this is kind of i guess type of that arcade kind of niche but i would like to see like heroes versus villains 1v1s with your friends because that was a cool thing in 2015 battlefront also private matches are really awesome as well yes that's another big thing private matches we don't have at all which, which I kind of consider that follow, falling underneath the, the type of arcade because it's not too oriented with the, the online multiplayer for sure. I'd say it's definitely more of a niche thing, but it's still really fun to do. I mean, if you, I, I had a blast playing with friends of the podcast, uh, Joe Dons, uh, our cousins, Bo and Brett. We'd get a, 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 a lobby set up with the bare minimum, so as little as we could possible get up into a game mode of like, attack on scarif or like hero hunt was a lot of fun so i think that's definitely lacking in battlefront 2 overall arcade mode for me isn't a huge draw just because of its offerings like it's fun when a a new hero comes out and i'm able to play it online in like the little custom matches where it's me versus a bunch of ai i feel like it's kind of a a cherry on top type of scenario You, you have the online which is you know great great content a lot of fun but then you you know if you get tired of that and you can just go in arcade and have a little fun it's, it's a lot of fun with co-op. We, we've had tournaments in the past using utilizing the arcade mode. But I, I don't find myself really playing those kind of timed missions they have. It's more of just like, you know, creating your own type of lobby and, and playing with maybe a brother or a friend. That's as far as that I, that I usually uh, use it. I, I don't really... Uh, when the first game first came out, I played a bunch of those little missions that you can play, like Han Solo versus this amount of people and you go wave after wave until you complete that and then they have the different tiers for that i mean I played it's, that a, a bunch. it's a great idea i liked what 2015 battlefront did is you like you you get times and you can actually see your friends times and kind of compete in that aspect which i don't think this game has no it does not would that would be a cool draw like you know make it more competitive trying to beat friends or maybe have like an online scoreboard of what what's what's the you know the lowest time someone beat a mission? Yeah, that would be a lot of. That fun would there. actually be pretty awesome. Get a little speed running into it. Otherwise, maybe like adding what comes to the online, be that maps or game modes, adding that to arcade would be would be really cool. Because like like you were saying, we we don't have the the game modes really, which would be a lot of fun to have AI. It's it's kind of like a I guess a team deathmatch game mode where you have a certain amount of troops and you're trying to defeat that, but that's as far as it goes. I'd like to see a little more depth in that aspect for sure. What would be awesome? 
I don't know if I don't know if I'd ever see this. We would we'd ever see this in the game. Capital supremacy, all AI, where you're the only person, then you could have like you could have one v one co op split screen capital supremacy. That would be awesome and a huge huge callback to the original Battlefronts. Yeah, definitely. That's what I would like to see arcade be like is like the original Battlefront two, where you kind of kind of create a playlist with different game modes. That's the thing they're lacking is game modes, definitely. Like, even Ewok Hunt would be kind of neat. And, uh, it would, and it would be I'm not sure how it would too. work, but they, they could probably figure something out. If you could do Ewok Hunt Survival, like, it, not like you die and then you become an Ewok, but you only, have, you only live once and you have to live throughout the night until that ship comes, kinda a like, bunch of AI Ewoks. Kind of like the survival mode in uh, 2015 Battlefront, the, the, the dropship or whatever. Like I, I'm kind of spacing on the name, but... Like, all of the AI are Ewoks, and you're just trying to, like you said, survive as long as you can. Maybe, like, have a little online scoreboard trying to beat friends and have different levels of difficulty. That'd be awesome. It would be sweet. Or what would be amazing would be, like, an endless horde mode where the longer you survive, each round gets harder and harder. And then you could add some competition into that as well. I think that would be pretty sweet. But what do you see What do you see feasible things added to arcade to make it better really like maybe even adding just one game mode be that capital supremacy or you know just galactic assault i mean just one to see how it does and maybe go on from there because that's what they're missing really it's just just a solid game mode in there yeah online game mode with ai would still be fun like i would love to see that and i we've seen ai and capital supremacy they added them for a little bit at the the first part of it and it worked well like and the the characters are still in there yeah, they are, but I think they lustered them because they're people are getting a lot of kills off of them. But definitely an improvement on the AI because the Battlefront 2015 AI were terrible, Lee overpowered. Because I mean, the easy ones were so easy, the hard ones were like insanely hard. There was no like healthy medium between the two. It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. Let, let's talk about the the origins of arcade mode, but first. I have the high ground. And so it begins. So like we said earlier, offline mode in Battlefront 2015 was a thing. It, it came in the form of missions, and then it also had a um, the ability to play Walker Assault and Starfighter Assault offline. And then it had a battle scenarios where you could play against uh, friends, um, couch co-op, split screen, or online 1v1 against another player then when battlefront 2 got announced it was announced with arcade and we weren't really sure how that exactly worked we just knew it was going to be an offline mode and that offline mode turned into what we have today which is the ability to have uh, certain battle scenarios and then play you can still play 1v1 with um split screen co-op but you can no longer play online against someone how do you think the payoff between those two things is did the, the, the evolution from 2015 to battlefront 2 uh i guess like because battlefront 2 definitely offered more customization i guess over you know character classes and i guess skins to an extent and that's no different with arcade mode because they're trying to you know give you a little more power over what you play and I guess that's where they kind of struggled. They were trying to add too many niche type things and I guess ran out of content to add or ran out of time to develop certain things. Because, I mean, it's pretty in-depth with the uh, with the customization over what you play. 
be that, you know, how many, what type of health you have or what, you know, how fast things recharge and abilities. But yeah. do you see them supporting arcade and in those aspects in the future is the question. I would, I'm hopeful that they will. Um, they've not shown that they will though. There hasn't been a huge support on arcade mode, really. I mean, I guess I would rather than put time and and effort into online than offline. You catch what I'm I'm saying here. But it doesn't have to be an exclusive thing. Why can't they also put? Why can't they put time in multiplayer and also put time into arcade? I don't think why that's a mutually exclusive thing. Especially if they just they have a smaller team working on transferring the multiplayer game modes into arcade with AI. But really arcade mode is definitely primed for multiple people because you don't want to play by yourself in arcade really. But um, you could. You could, but it'd get I, it really would be old nice really to fast. Have that option. But more importantly, I would love to see split screen. The only way I see a consumer playing arcade mode by themselves is making the battle scenarios a little a little better and more in depth, maybe more challenging. Otherwise I'd really if they have internet, they're going to be playing, you know, online rather than arcade mode. Yeah, but sometimes your internet's just too crappy, so you need that the ability to play offline. Like you only have enough to while you're while you're at work, download the update and then play offline. So there definitely is that. Daniel asks the question: Do you think enough people play arcade mode? And I think I think there is a a core community for arcade mode and i think that community that community is very vocal they've been very vocal since battlefront 2015 so i think if they want to support it there would be a lots of love for that i don't have the stats for that dice do so maybe it's just a, a very vocal minority and that's why they aren't updating arcade to its fullest yeah i mean it w- like maybe if they're you know developing the next update and kind of had some extra time to kill maybe put that time and effort into uh arcade mode that would be really nice to see but there's also the uh the self-fulfilling self-fulfilling prophecy that oh we're not going to update arcade because people don't play it but then people don't play it because they don't update arcade so there could be that as well so i think if they put the effort into it people would appreciate it another thing that to maybe like you know make me want to play arcade mode more is like maybe possibly add skins through you know defeating Battle scenarios on certain difficulties. Make a challenge where if you complete all of those scenarios completely. Maybe, maybe make scenarios themed per hero or villain, and then that unlocks a, a hero for or a skin for said hero or villain. Because mm-hmm. I know they started out really hard with like you know making credits for beating battle scenarios. They're playing a certain amount of time on arcade mode. I feel like that's kind of fall off, uh, fell off a bit. So maybe just adding a more incentive to play this game mode would really help out. Definitely. Or since they aren't really like super big fans of adding a bunch of skins. But what they have shown is that they are fully invested in adding voiceover lines. So if we have some voiceover lines, some uh, I mean, some I, w- I, would play, poses. I would play arcade for a few emotes for sure. Mm-hmm. That could be something too, because I think that's a little more easier than a completely new skin for them. Yeah, because they definitely showed them... Because they haven't added many skins, let's just say that. At yeah. least for heroes and villains, they've definitely added a bunch for the Republic. I mean, yeah, ma- even making Republic. even making skins for, you know, exclusive for Republic, maybe battle scenarios. I mean, there's a, just a bunch of things they could do. St- I feel like the, the star of arcade mode could be the battle scenarios if they just put a little more time into that. Into supporting it, um, 
promoting that. Again, just just finishing this topic off. The thing that I think would I would enjoy the most out of arcade mode would be those multiplayer game modes added to offline. And I think a lot of other people would enjoy that as well. And it would be a great arcade or great callback to the original Battlefronts. Now, now let's. I, th- I think we've we've covered that uh, topic enough. Future plans for Battlefront Two have included up until well, previously they were up until July. Then we got the awesome community, community transmission where we got uh, Droidicus, the TX tank. We got uh, Felucia announced for August, and then the rest of the month we're getting uh, community update videos. So that's going to be cool. Up until that community transmission, we didn't know if we were going to get any more content throughout the rest of the year. August has been announced, and it's going to continue with the Clone Wars theme, and we're getting Felucia. Or, uh, as many people typing on Twitter say, uh, Felicia, which makes me laugh every time and makes by Felicia go through my head. But they said they're going to continue throughout the rest of the year. Previously, that was up until July. Then they announced August. Do you think August will be the end of all ends, or do you think we'll get more? That's that's a good question for sure. Um, I mean, this is de- I I think it's enough content to warrant them kind of stopping, but them adding this because I thought it was kind of this was going to be a very lackluster update, like like we speculated before. But here we are with Droidica's another planet. It's just a lot of content, definitely more than I expected for or for certain. But I I kind of feel like they might continue content after this I'm, I'm getting the feeling that they're doing that i get the feeling that they will and i hope battle from gods please hear my cry i hope that they tie in episode nine because that would be great they tied in episode eight it would be awesome if they say hey that would be like the ideal goodbye mm-hmm. for for battlefront 2 we're ending the star wars skywalker saga and that will be the end of battlefront 2 and really all they need is this update here and then maybe one little more update to tie us over until then yeah if they they fill us out august september october november they start the lead up to it with uh themed events and that kind of thing and then in december they go all out that would be great because i mean it's only like a few five six more months till that comes out that that's that's way more i mean that's not really that much time when you think about a video game keeping support because at, at least considering how you know infrequent the support waves are I mean, three months is what we're normally used to. So, you know, get August and then the next one be that. And then the next one after that, we should be set for yeah the, the Rise of Skywalker. That was set up perfectly. A good, a good ending to a, a good game. Yeah, I would love, love, love for them to tie in with episode nine. That would be great. That would be a great thing to get those players that quit back into the, the swing of things. And also to rebrand Battlefront 2 because a lot of the, a lot of the people still, um, they're, still on, they're still out there, have this idea of Battlefront 2 being this pay-to-win garbage fire of content, of EA struggling for money, scrounging for it. So it would be great if they say, this is what Battlefront 2 really is. This is all three eras. We've got the Clone Wars and then have a highlight reel of the Clone Wars season, all that they've done through that. We've got the original trilogy, show what they've done with that. We've got The Force Awakens. We've got The Last Jedi. And now, here we are with the rise of skywalker introduce a new skin for kylo ren introduce a new skin for ray finn 
all of the characters that we have in there and then bring in some more heroes. Like if we have some rise of Skywalker heroes, that would be great. Maybe we have Poe. Poe could be there. And they would some definitely of Ren. they're definitely missing out on a lot of money here too if if they would pass that up. And if you look at it, this would be a like a, astoundingly um well-balanced game. You, we have enough uh, original trilogy content a lot of prequel trilogy content, a, a good amount of sequel trilogy content as well. And I know they didn't really milk the original trilogy as much as they, they sh- could have. They could have in this game, but I feel like it was way it was touched so much in the previous game that definitely a, you know a good fresh uh, a breath of air for this game. Not not seeing too much original trilogy content because we have we had all of Battlefront 2015 to experience the original trilogy content, completely dedicated to original trilogy, and they really got in the the weeds with the awesome characters that they brought from the obscure corners of the original trilogy. Which is what we want to see. I I just wish they would add every hero from Battlefront 2015 into this game here. Yeah, it would be great. Oh, man. Krennic again? That would be great. That would be a, a, a really good goodbye, adding all, or at least the majority of the content in the previous game to this game mm-hmm. and they, they could rebrand the whole thing charge another they could charge 40 bucks 40 bucks 60 bucks a full-blown edition with all of that content they say hey we're basically relaunching the game all of the content's free and this is the game because they're missing out these characters have been established in the game we have abilities they don't really have to think outside the box with this i mean they're they're missing out on a good opportunity there because we've already seen them port uh, Jabba's Palace map. And I, the majority of the, the heroes and villains are here, but there's a few we're missing. I I really like Greedo. Dengar was awesome. You're going to take a dead nap. So it's good good to see. Um, I, I agree. I would love to see that original tr- the original trilogy content from Battlefront 2015 over into Star Wars Battlefront 2. Feasibly, I don't know how easily that is accessible because it's a completely new hero engine. Uh, that they have to work with, but they do have the groundwork laid for that content to be brought over. Yeah, they just really have to redesign it. There's just so many good heroes and villains. Nyan Nub was awesome. Oh, yes. Big old pancake face. May you rest in peace. I mean, even just adding the maps would satisfy me. There were so many cool maps. Solist was... I, I really had a blast on that map. Also, I would love to see Solist some more in Battlefront 2. Like, that would be great. It'd be cool if they made like limited time-only game modes of previous game modes in Battlefront 2015. Maybe they did an LTO of a hero hunt. That would be really that would be really fun. Limited time only game modes would be sweet. We we got an example of that before. It's really cool to see. Uh they eventually just brought them in and they rotate in um in the game mode selections. I mean this this game started out with I mean at least a hopeful future of LTOs, but it's kinda they, dropped they, off. They definitely stepped away from that. So like it'd be cool to the, get the back rocket into it. rocket blast or whatever jump pack or jetpack cargo that that was fun. But I, I think that's about it for this episode of the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. Uh, if you have thoughts, uh, want to tell us how uh, stupid we are for our thoughts on arcade because you love arcade, definitely send us your thoughts. Let us know uh, through our Twitter account. That would be at SWB Podcast Twitter dot com slash SWB podcast. Let us know your thoughts on arcade. What what do you want to be added to arcade? What what's your favorite part of arcade? Let us know. And if you have other suggestions for the show, definitely hit us up on our email. Battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know there or on Twitter. Both work. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefront podcast. And 
Shout out to our newest patron on Patreon at the $10 level. Shout out to Joseph Loera for supporting our show on Patreon. We greatly appreciate it. It helps us with the hosting of the show and uh, support for getting new stuff like the uh, new mixer that we've got and uh, our subscription to Adobe. Shout out to uh, my man Preston who helps us out with the support of the show and helps us with the uh, purchase. I'm, I'm actually using his version of Adobe Creative Suite. So definitely shout out to him. Shout out to Joseph again. Thank you so much for supporting our show. Another way you can support us like uh, Daniel Schilling does is through PayPal. PayPal.me slash tie-dye sheep. T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. And you can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Or if you listen to podcasts, you'll be able to listen to this show. I've been your host, Sage Goodwin. And I'm Sam Goodwin. As always, thanks for listening. And may the Force be with you.